let's get into uh, our first topic here, Chris. Uh, we're going to be talking about surprising things with we're seeing with Google Ads. And one thing that recently uh, caught my eye here, Chris, is broad keywords with 10 out of 10 <laughs> quality scores. Yeah. So I'm talking like a very large campaign that I've uh, just started, started managing. Very long time advertiser, which we'll talk about uh, soon because I think that that influences thing things, but I'm seeing like very high volume, some of their highest volume keywords. I'm seeing broad keywords. And Chris, not only am I seeing like a few 10 out of 10s, but I'm seeing like a lot of seven and eight out of 10s. And I know you will at least join me in this discussion and admitting like that does not always happen as much yeah. as some people like to claim it. Um, but let, let me just stop here. High volume, Pure broad keywords. The search terms don't even match like the ads or the landing page that well. The landing page isn't even that good. The website's not that good. But freaking 10 out of 10s and 7 and 8 out of 10s on broad keywords, high volume. That's very powerful when you get that. And it surprised me because I'm like, these are broad keywords. Stuff doesn't even line up with the ad copy, the search terms, the website and all that. But we are getting conversions. 10 out of 10s and a lot of 7 and 8s. Pure broad. What do you think about that? Does that strike you as surprising? Have, have you seen that scenario? It doesn't strike me as surprising based on how aggressive Google is about pushing broad keywords, particularly with automated strategies. So it's not surprising when I hear you say it, but it's surprising whenever I see it. Like it's one thing to hear someone say that, but then to build a campaign and then to see it and see like some random keyword have 10 out of 10. So I feel like, you know, there's a level of surprise that that comes. It's like, oh, wow, you're seeing that. Well, that's, I guess that's not surprising. But then to actually see it practiced and and, and to see it happen, a 10 out of 10 for some broad keyword, I, I have mixed feelings about it, honestly. I have mixed feelings because I wish that they'd be just as lenient with, other match types, you know, why does it have to be broad? Why does the broad so easily cross that path to top quality score, whereas some super relevant exact match, you know, will never get past a five, no matter what I do? Well, I think, I mean, you know this, but like the whole mindset that I take to Google ads is we have the most powerful advertising platform on the planet in the history of Earth. It's not a right, it's a privilege to be working with it and to get access to it. And we have to balance all constituencies. We have our us, we have our advertiser we work for who we represent. We have the customer. So there's three parties, the advertiser, the customer, search user, and Google. And everybody has their own interests and it's got to be a win-win-win for everybody. And if you think about it from Google's perspective, Obviously, they like broad keywords. You show up on more stuff. There's more activity. There's more clicks. It can lower the overall cost per click. And you're feeding their system more and more data. So I didn't even have this in there, Chris. But like one of the other surprising things that I've seen as we go through 2022 is broad keywords working really well and the search terms being pretty strong from broad keywords. Now, one thing that influences all this is we don't see all the search terms that we used to see. And so who knows? what all of them look like, but the ones I can see are sometimes are really strong, especially when you don't do one or two keyword yeah. uh, broads, but you, you build them out. And also this is a big thing that we don't talk about a lot and that no one else talks about, but we're seeing it over and over. The theme of the ad group is tight and organized, but not limited. It's very particular 
kind of thing you got to go for. But when all that stuff is in place, I'm seeing broad keywords work really well. That's another surprising thing. I'm seeing them being very quality. And I think that what that tells me is respect all constituencies. So respect Google. They like broad keywords. And so for me, I think broad keywords need to be a part of every single account these days to at least try. And there's different ways you can try them, their own campaigns, you can control them and all that. But I'm trying broad keywords all the time now. So that's a change I've made. So and when you broad keywords, yeah, go ahead. And when when you do that, are you doing it with automated bidding or still with manual? Well, that's another thing we're getting into here, Chris. More and more so with some automated bidding is where I'm going, but I'm still doing a lot of manual okay. when I try it off. And especially with broad, like I like the control, obviously, yeah. manual bidding. And it's nice to be able to go, oh, this keyword converts at 1%. My phrase exact match keywords convert it 9%. This is 90% worse than my yeah. phrase and exact, but I can control it with my bid. That's right. just one example, but um, I still like domain. And with broad keywords, one particular reason, I, I and I totally agree with you, manual is, is what I prefer, certainly when I'm getting started. I like that because with, with broad keywords, it seems like inevitably there will there will be 5% or 1% of the keywords that will just blow up the budget and get a ton of clicks and a ton of volume. And I need to slow down that one keyword to give the other ones a chance. And there's no real way to do that with max clicks or anything like that. So uh, without some yeah. weird movement of the ad groups and fuzzy things that just doesn't make sense logically. So... I, so that's why I like putting them in their own campaign so you can control how often they're shown and do different bid, bidding strategies for different things. And the, even if broad keywords work really well when they're mixed in with phrase and exact, you don't know what you could be getting from phrase and exact if they're not able to get their fair share of the volume and, and see what kind of cost per leads they could be getting. So um, I think lessons learned here, Chris, number one, don't write off broad. It can work. We're seeing it work a lot these days always at least try it and kind of go with their system. They like broad and do broad and themed ad groups and see, see how it does. Number two, Chris, this is a, this is a large account. They spend tens of thousands of dollars a month. They've been spending that for years and years and years and years. And so we have this theory that Google rewards consistency. And when you pause your account, you can mess with your quality scores, mess with your ad rank, and it takes time to get back in the game fully, if you will. So we've had this bias. We've had this kind of theory that if you just spend consistently and are on the platform consistently, there's a reward for that with quality score, with ad rank. We can't prove that the black box, we're not inside the black box. We don't see it, but we see the results. And this is an account where, again, the website's not that good. The search terms are a lot different than the the keywords and the ads, but they're being rewarded, I think, with very high quality scores because it's been such a consistent spender. Have you seen that with some really long time accounts? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. There's there's no question that there is something and it makes sense that Google would reward seniority when it comes to Google ads. You know, trust, there's a certain trustworthy factor. And now, you know, there's even a verified status, you know, to show that not only, yeah. you know, are you a long-term advertiser, we know who you are. We know who's behind these ads. You know, it's verifying all of that. So, I mean, there's there's a lot to it. And yeah, absolutely. Longstanding. And I, I, the metaphor I always give is um, it's similar to running a restaurant. Now, Google's running a business. And if you're running a restaurant and you've got this guy 
just single, doesn't look at his phone. We don't even know if he has a phone. Drinks tea, mm-hmm. orders the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. Never seen him with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Doesn't read a book, doesn't look at his phone, just just focuses on his food. And mm-hmm. how long are you at the restaurant, Chris, when you go eat barbecue? Like minute you walk in, minute we walk out. What are we talking time-wise? Um, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay, so they like you. You're in and out. You yeah. free up the table. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quick. Good tipper, maybe. Maybe oh, not. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm all, okay, all good ca- you know okay. me. I'm all cash. So I just, all cash, baby. just flash that cash right on the just ground. Just leave yeah. it. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it ends up being 27%, yeah. 35%. They always come to my bill. table and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, like, they're like, oh, you don't need your card swiped. That's correct. I pay in cash. And so they don't even have to deal with those 3% fees or whatever. Yep. Interchange fees or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if someone goes to a restaurant over and over and over and they're a good customer, it's just natural that the proprietors of that restaurant are going to treat them better or differently than yep. people who they've never seen before. Even if they treat people they've never seen before really, really good. It's just the nature of things. It's the nature of the universe. Um, it's like you give, you get, you know, you, you come into our restaurant a lot. It's just going to be better. I think there's something to that with this consistent spend thing. And yeah. obviously, we've had that theory for years and years. And it's just rewarding sometimes to be able to see to that see it. validated, Chris. To, to, to see it. Yeah, to be because on the good you get these side clients. Yeah, to be on the good side. That's what I'm saying. Like, you get these people that want to pause their ads because they thought Tuesday was a bad day and they want to <laughs> go back. It's just, it's very difficult to deal yeah. with sometimes, Chris. And so, yeah. um, it's nice to see the other side of things. And the, the final thing here is that. All this stuff we're going to be talking about, broad keywords working, performance max working, max conversions working, all this automated stuff, I will qualify it with this might be very industry specific. And I guess that's another thing I'm seeing in Google ads these days is seeing different results for different industries. And like, I know some industries I would never run broad keywords because I've tried it and it's just not what you want. And we only run exact match keywords, Mm -hmm. but there's other industries where broad works great. And in this one where broad gets a 10 out of 10 and broad keywords with not the best matching ad copy and not the best website still get 10 out of 10 quality scores and still get amazing conversion rates and cost per conversions because in this case, what I noticed is that organic results suck. Like, and that's not saying anything about Google there. That's just saying there's not a lot of organic websites that are not advertising that give people what they want. There's just not a lot of selection. And in this industry, people don't care about the business. They don't care about whether it's an ad or organic. They're not doing a bunch of research. If you have this product that people want and you're advertising it and you say, Hey, we have it. They don't care about the ad quality. They don't care if you're an ad versus organic. They don't have a lot of options when they look down the page on our organic results. They see what they want on your website and your ad and they click and they buy. And so my point here is that like, I'm just finding these broad keywords and very unorganized style is working with a very particular kind of industry that doesn't have a lot of results that people are looking for. There's like very few companies. And the overall point is that anything we're going, we're talking about here, manual bids, automated bids, broad keywords, exact match keywords, audience bidding demographics. My view in 2022 is that everything has to be considered at the industry level. And then therefore everything has to be considered at your individual account level. And you just have to see what results you're getting, but I'm seeing very different strategies work across different industries. Does that line up with your experience these days? Yeah. The one question that people want to know is, okay, well, you know, what are those industries? And, you know, they want to know, you know, can you, can you list those? And that's one of the things that is probably most difficult for us to do 
is because it's become very much a, a gut reaction. Like we can look at something, we can look at a website, we can look at a set of keywords, we can look at a an industry, a, you know, whatever someone's going for, at least me, I can look at it and say, yep, this is something I would throw broad keywords at and try it. Or absolutely not. I'm not going to use broad keywords. I know instantly that it's going to be a bad idea. It's hard to put, you know, a pin in exactly what that is. But when you do enough Google ads for long enough, you start to get a a gut feeling of that. And uh, yeah, there are times when it works well and it is beautiful when it does. 